the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. The West Automotive Group presents Auto Talk Radio with host Brian Bowersock and co-host Kevin Bowersock. Today's show is brought to you by West Escondido, West El Cajon, West Kearney Mesa, and West Miramar Automotive and Transmission. All part of the West Automotive Group. Get your automotive questions answered. Call Brian and Kevin at 1-888-344-1170. That's 1-888-344-1170. Now, here's your Auto Talk host, Brian Bowersock. All right, folks. Welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brian Bowersock. In the house with me is just me and Brendan. Kevin's off today, taking some well-deserved rest. So uh, you just have to deal with me <laughs> and you, Brendan. I, if, won't, if, I, I won't run away. No, I'll but and I know. And if they call, you'll be the one answering. So. That's right. I'm, so, I'm your gatekeeper. Gatekeeper. You That's <laughs> what Brendan is, the gatekeeper. So give a call and talk to him, 1-888-344-1170. That's 888 888- Three four four eleven seventy. I like the nice sign you guys put up right here, so you can see the phone number. Although I have it memorized. Oh, good, good. Because uh, who's that? For? No, no offense to throwing them under the bus. Garden talk always messes up every morning. I have to put like a penny in the jar. Like, oh, there's another time where they completely forgot what the phone number was. Again. Oh, but is that it, why that's up there? Yeah. Well, it, most of the hosts uh, have trouble. Yeah, they have trouble for sure. What's well, big oh, lettering? That way, tell, Dave can see it when not, he's in. Though, uh, not again, not to throw them under the bus, but the Wilsies. Who boy, they they went. They, it's because they went to so many studios oh, all the time. They but, mess up the number all oh, the time. All the time. All the time. But you know, that yeah, was back in the day. It's so. the only one that I say on the radio all the time. Is eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Give us a go. shout. You can talk to us about anything automotive related. Mm-hmm. So during auto talk. If you wanted to call an hour before, you could talk to them about anything plant-related. That's right. I ask them plant questions all the time. I got a Ming tree. I'm still trying to keep going. It's a, it's a difficult plant. Did you? Uh, it doesn't make it this time. That's it. I'm uh, moving on to a different kind of plant. Just, uh, just an update from that. Uh, I remember last week you uh, were looking to get food for the uh, Ming plant. Did they, you? Ever... They brought me some, uh, um, some yeah stuff for it. Okay, grow so, power. I believe it, that's I, they're a big advocate. You remember power. it? It actually wasn't in a labeled bag. They just gave it to me in a little paper bag, a bunch mm-hmm. of tablets. So if yeah. that's what it is, then that's what it is. Yeah, Thank yeah. You. They're a huge advocate for that company, and it does do wonders for your plants for sure. And it, and how's it working out for you? By the way, the main plant is it still doing it's pretty green. good with the food? It's still green. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah, good. It's not as fluffy as it was when I got it, so I don't really know how to. I'd love it to come back and kind of fill out more. Okay. I don't know. I keep doing what I think I'm is right. It's not all brown. The last one died. Right, right. So this is the brand new one. It's and, and the important thing is it's still alive. And it's still it alive, and I didn't replant it. I just set it in the bigger pot and put dirt around it. Yep. I left it. That's what they said to do with it. So we'll see. I don't know. I water it all the time. I talk to it. That's <laughs> what you're supposed to do with your plants, right? Read it a bedtime story. Actually, the way I talk to it is probably why it's dying. Like, What's wrong with you? <laughs> anyway, we'll see. Oh, we'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, so that's as much as I know about plants. The other plants I have are doing amazing, but apparently they're more kill-proof, so that's why. So anyway. All right, folks. Anything automotive-related, one 1170 I cannot help you with your plants, but I can help you with your cars. So uh, today we're talking about... Uh, Anything automotive related, of course. Um, let's see interesting things in the automotive world these days. What do we have going on? We have all kinds of stuff going on. Any good uh, bulletins came out this week? Did you hear they're doing digital license plates? Who, no? who is? Uh, car companies these days. I well, don't. That's a bad idea. You could just change your driver, your license. Uh, yeah, like, like James Bond. You know, you know how they 
or whatever yeah, movies. Exactly. That was where you I change the license plate number. The only reason for it is it just gives it a cool look. Otherwise, I think this is a terrible idea too. So, so it's is it? Be, it's digital then. It's uh, a readout. I, I'll would, I'll look into it more. I just read that they're <clears throat> that California's extending a digital license plate option. Is what it says. Hmm. Well. The yeah. driver of the vehicle would not be able to change it, I presume. It would be something programmed in, okay. I would also presume. But, uh, boy, what... it just sounds like way too many things could be an issue with that mm-hmm. when you're talking about cars and changing your, uh, yeah. They're only allowed in three states, California, Michigan, and Arizona as of right Well, now. how does that work? Uh, it says here... That the DMV uh, will allow any vehicle owner to use digital plates. Uh, California first started thinking about alternatives to standard metal license plates in 2013. Mm-hmm. Um, the only company uh, that sells digital plates today is a company called uh, Rev 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 I think R uh, R E V I V E R. And they announced uh, that there was a bill that was passed to the California legislator, blah, 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 40 million uh, vehicles registered in the state so can have this. Obviously, you uh, buy this and it's pro- you have to prove your license number and it's programmed into this thing and that's so you can't change it apparently. I think you so. You just put it on the car. But people will be able – I think eventually people will know how to hack the whole thing system. And, oh, you think? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> people learn how to hack everything, so – it it looks okay, so it looks like it's like a TV monitor. So you can't just like it. It looks like a TV monitor. So uh, and how is point. that more environmentally friendly than stamping out a steel license plate? Because where is that a, bat, a battery power coming from there too? Again, so. well, like, my point is, how is that even better? Why is that? Why is that a thing? Again, I would only think it's just because of the looks, but because when you do something wrong in the dark, it's easier to see the license number. Yeah, I don't know. Doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but you know, it is what it is, right? So we'll we'll see, we'll see. So everybody out there, listen. How you love those Padres last night? Amazing. Huh? I know. Awesome. I, I I was talking with you off the air that I, I was predicting every single time. Oh, they're going to get swept by the Mets. Oh, they're going to get swept by the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. And, they're performing very, very well. They did amazing last night. We'll see what happens tonight. Yeah. It'll be very interesting. It's high stakes game. Yeah. Joe Musgrove's pitching tonight. Is so. he? Yep. Oh, cool. It's Local. Been, yeah, you right. said he's from Alpine, right? Uh, no, he's from San Diego. San Diego. It, he, okay. uh, his family owns a coffee shop out in Alpine. Oh, there's yeah. that, a shameless plug for his family's coffee shop. Oh, apparently. sorry. Sorry about that. I didn't even know that that existed, though, until you told me today. So um, I, I obviously haven't seen anything about that, but. Uh, uh, we'll see. We'll see what's uh, what happens. Mm-hmm. So we'll go from there. But uh, the uh, yeah, um, it'll be interesting tonight to see. I'm sure the stadium will be packed. I saw people oh, selling my. tickets that couldn't go or whatever. But all I, good. I saw uh, some of my friends were saying I can't go to the game. I'm selling the tickets for three hundred dollars a piece. So uh, that's a whole Wait, day's paycheck here at the what? radio station. If you <laughs> whole day's paycheck. <laughs> Way to make money off the Padres, folks. I know, I know, yeah. But if but you can't you know go, what? you can't go. You know what? It, it's such a rare occurrence for the Padres. I thought I saw a statistic saying this is the first time they've won a postseason game with a crowd inside the stadium huh. since 1998. Wow. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to be reminded of that, but thanks. No. I know it's been so long. Eh, you know, I think it's amazing and great that they're doing Absolutely. so well, and hopefully... Uh, it carries through. And shout out to the uh, San Diego Loyal and uh, Wave football clubs because they're doing fantastic in their playoff run, too. So that's our soccer league teams, the uh, women's team and then the men's team, too. The They're both doing very, very well right now. So hopefully they can keep it up, too. Yep, hopefully. Keep it going, man. Keep it going. We like good things like that, so for sure. All right, folks, one 888 That's 888-344-1170. Anything automotive-related? Um, as me and Brendan have run down uh, all the sports news so far this morning. It's good stuff. Today we're talking a bit about uh, um, also um, the term tune-up and how that uh, uh, relates to today's uh, cars. 
Um, traditionally, uh, it included uh, checking ignition components such as distributor cap. And here's an, an oldie but a goodie, points and condenser. If you remember those, then uh, then you're, you're older than 50 years old. Um, and plug wires, spark plugs, distributor cap, rotor, all those great things. Adjusting the carburetor. Carburetor, there's a term that... No, no car has had me and Kevin have run this down before for a long period of time. Um, setting the ignition timing, things you can't do on most cars today. Uh, on newer engines, many of these parts and procedures no longer exist. And that is a, a true fact. So, you know, when it comes down to uh, tune up more, there's there's so many things that uh, we've gotten rid of. Um, you used to have to tune a car on average every 30,000 miles. So um, today we have spark plugs that last 100,000 miles um, and uh, except for some vehicles. Chrysler has gone back to some copper plugs on certain vehicles. The 16 plug, the V8s with 16 plugs, two plugs. Per, um, why they went back to the plug, I don't know. Some engineer decided, wow, this could be a great idea. We could sell more spark plugs. Maybe they were in business with the spark plug manufacturers and they figured out, well, Need to go back to every thirty thousand miles. That's an expensive tune. Did you say Chrysler? Chrysler. Right? Okay, yeah. I'll go look at that up and see if uh, there was a reason. Public statement given by the way to back to copper. No, yeah, they did this a few years ago on several, and I don't. I mean, not on all their vehicles, but they went back to that the the uh, original style spark plugs, and they had to be replaced every thirty thousand miles. Some of the Chargers, Challengers, um, different vehicles. Those wear out versus the platinum or double platinum or uh, iridium plugs that we use on uh, all kinds of vehicles these days. So, um, but uh, that's going back to doing tune-ups on every 30,000 miles for those. But the good news is uh, a tune-up for uh, at 30,000 miles is just the spark plugs pretty much. There's not much more. If there's a replaceable fuel filter, it's a great idea. But uh, just... Uh, interesting uh facts when it comes to cars and the way things have changed all right folks we're going to take our first break here real quick uh but uh, give us a call here 1-888-344-1170 that's 888-344-1170 you're listening in to auto talk radio on the answer san diego 1170 a.m and oh by the way our streaming's working too now from what brendan's told me so all good hopefully everybody's tuning in and listening we'll be right back after these messages there's more auto talk education and empowerment on the way here on auto talk radio get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the auto man here on auto talk radio brian bowersock 888-344-1170 now here's more auto talk with brian bowersock all right, folks, welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brian Bowersock. Sorry, I was watching the news. Brendan turns the news on for me up here. There's like several channels going down. We got local, we got national, national from two different national channels that I'm not going to mention, and all kinds of stuff, uh, all kinds of cool stuff going on these days. Mm-hmm. Brendan, how's your new car doing? Your new uh, Nissan? It's going pretty good. Um, can't complain too much. I uh, recently just bought uh, that like monthly thing for car washes, mm-hmm. and I've never been a happier man in my life. Let me tell you. I told I, you. I know. I sh- I should have listened to you at the very beginning when you told me, "Hey, how, just keep going with those things." It's how fine. much? How much is it a month? Uh, I want to say it's twenty dollars, but it, I'm still on my one dollar. All the a month. yeah. So mine was fourteen ninety nine for the longest time. Now it's nineteen dollars a month. Okay, gotcha. They raised it to 19. Must have been because of inflation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The water got inflated. Probably, I'm assuming. <laughs> or, or we're in, in that drought area too, so. Yeah, but I all that water in those car washes is recycled. You know that, right? I, they use a filter system and I was, recycle I was wondering about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I'm glad, I'm glad that's what's happening. So. Yep, yep, that's why. Uh, um, so it, it's quite an expensive and elaborate system they use for that, but it, it works well. So yeah. that way they don't waste water. 
True. So, so, which is actually more environmentally friendly to buy that if you're going to wash your car than to do it at home because you're wasting a lot of water when you do it at home, right? Oh, I think I, about I that. Don't, I don't really. Uh, you're saving. A, you're saving the environment. You have a spray bottle. Did no, you no. Just, well, uh, not a spray bottle, but the spray hose. Uh huh. So it stops the water there. I thought, you know, uh-huh. and then anytime you spray it, then okay, there you go. It's all turn off. Yeah, the but the quickly. when you're holding it open, the water that comes out of it just goes down the drain unless you park in your oh. unless you park in your grass while you do it then you're watering the lawn no, at the same time I, well so. a i don't have any grass and b, <laughs> a, i don't yeah. have any grass <laughs> yeah yeah and b uh yeah no it uh it does go into the drain too like you said so yeah but so wait and also wouldn't the car soap also hurt the grass anyways it's gotta be not uh, if you use environmentally friendly soap which you're supposed to be using do if they you wash actually it. have oh, environment- yeah. oh yeah. okay yeah. yeah i just use uh I don't know if I could say the company or not, but it's a uh, Dawn dishwashing soap. <laughs> no, I don't use that. That strips no, the no. Uh, that strips the uh, wax off your vehicle. Yeah, oh, oh, okay. I was going to say, um, Dan and I, we were talking about uh, tree sap coming onto your car. Oh, that's and really I love your I love your advice, which was don't park under a tree. Then, well, well that's the best but, idea. Don't yeah. park under a tree. But then we were trying to figure out, like, is there any other antidote or like. You know, to the whole situation, and I remember reading dish soap, and you immediately went, "No, absolutely no. not! Don't even think about dish it. soap is not good for your car. Yeah. You need car wash soap, um, and most of it is fairly uh, friendly. But the best thing I'm telling you now, and I don't want to sound like somebody advertising for these car wash places, but that that twenty bucks a month you can wash. And the thing is, you go buy that, and you can go through three times a day if you want. They don't really care. It's you wash cars as many times as you want. Not kidding you. I've not, already, I, I've kidding. gone three day, uh, th- four times a week so far. Four okay. times a week. Do you do you wipe your car down afterwards and all that? Mm-hmm. Oh, good, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I've only ever uh, vacuum. I only vacuum once a week. Oh wow. So. They supply towels, terry yep. cloth towels, to wipe your car down, so you can do that. Um, you can keep it clean. They have vacuums there. It's all included. Twenty bucks a month. Dumb question. Can I use cotton towels on my car? Or no, it's best you can. not to. Okay, I don't want to hurt them. Because I, every time I use those microfiber ones, I don't like the feel of them when I'm trying to dry off my car. Well, yeah, time. but they're 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 the problem with cotton is you know little things can get caught in it, and okay. then you could scratch the surface. But it is what it is. Gotcha. Okay. Or little pieces of cotton come off, whereas the microfiber, nothing comes off of them, and they work real well, and they're scratch resistant. Okay, I'll just use the microfiber. Just, just use the towels. They, it, you don't it, like I, the feel of them in yes, your hand. Exactly. You That's don't. really weird, Brendan. What do you mean it's weird? <laughs> it's I, weird. I think it's a pretty normal thing. Okay, like uh, do you know? Uh, so sponges, they have that little green part on the back. I hate the feel of that little green part, and it, and that microfiber towel feels like that green part on the back of a sponge. To the me. green part on the back of the sponge yeah, so is, if you look is at the Scotch Brite to clean the pans. Exactly. Yeah. You, yeah. you don't don't you don't like Scotch Brite? I don't. No. That's really weird too. I'm no, I like. Uh, I'm totally being oh, honest with you. I forgot what the name. Of, no, the worst one is that uh, smiling little sponge thing that was what? on Shark Tank. It was a sponge thing called like a Scrub Daddy or something like that. I never saw it. Oh I don't gosh. even watch Shark worst, Tank very worst, often. Worst thing ever, 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 ever. But no, no. Uh, there's uh, another. One. I'll look up what the sponge I use at home later and tell you off the air because it's not important to you know advertise for them. Yeah, you have a sponge that you use at home that yeah. does not have that on it. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. Yeah, it's one of those things. Anyway, all right, back to tune-ups in your car and all the great stuff automotive-related these days. Um, so, on newer engines, many of these parts and procedures no longer exist. Uh, can't set the timing on most engines anymore. It's all electronic. And uh, um, with a crank position sensor, the computer verifies uh, timing, crank position, cam position, all that. For uh, spark, as far as that goes, for the engine. So, therefore, there is no distributor cap. There's no rotor. There's obviously no points and condenser. That's been gone for quite a while. Um, Yeah, we've reduced and got rid of a lot of things as far as that goes when it comes to uh, um, the ignition system of a car. Um, A lot now just has what we call coil over or, or a coil pack with plug wires to it. I mean, so many cars don't even have spark plug wires anymore. They actually just have uh, a coil with a little boot that goes down over the spark plug and the coil, it's direct fire and it's controlled obviously by the powertrain control module. And that's how you, get, um, a lot higher quality ignition systems and, um, um, how we deliver the spark 
is is definitely uh, um, way more in tune than it used to be. No question about that. So just some, some of the uh, um, things that we've reduced. So no spark plugs. I'm not, not no spark plugs. No spark uh Distributor cap, no rotor, no points, no condenser. Most of the time, no spark plug wires, which is what I meant to say. And uh, we've just gone to a coil with a boot. So those those are some of the things that uh, that are left, and that's about it. Let's uh, see what Bodie's up to this morning. Good morning, Bodie. Good morning, Mr. Bowersock. How are you doing? I'm doing amazing. How about you this morning? Uh, my, my dad used to say I'm vertical and everything's working. I'm vertical and everything's working. There you go. Good stuff. He was, he was a, a, a philosophical farm boy. <laughs> it's all good stuff. What's yeah, happening? Excuse me. I, I'm going to cough. Hang on. Go ahead. Bless so, you. You know, I'm 77. Thank you. I'm 77 and I still detail cars. Mm-hmm. 77 and, years young. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm physically fit. You know, I've, I've been... I've been uh, I've had over 350 massages in my life. I've been food organic 98% of my life. Mm-hmm. And I still go to the gym two, three times a week. Good. Perfect, man. Got to keep moving. Got to keep it going. and Got to keep healthy, right? You got it. I know you, you, you work out too. Oh, yes, I do. It makes me yeah. feel good. That's why. So, well, which, yeah. And it's, yeah. Yeah. It's. It, it seems pretty basic, you know. <laughs> Take care of yourself. <laughs> now, it's kind of like the uh, same thing with anything else, like with your car. You know, you take care of your car, and it keeps giving back nicely, and it gets you where you need to go. So you don't take care of it, and you have all kinds of issues. I've got, excuse me, <clears throat> I've got a 1997 Acura, the, the <clears throat> 2.2 CL. Mm-hmm. I have been detailing for my mechanic for the last eight years. Mm-hmm. And so they take care of, of my my valve adjustments, the tune-ups, the timing belts, you know, all the basics. And I've been taking care of their cars. And the mechanic goes the other day, he said, you, you almost got 300,000 miles on that thing. And it purrs like a kitten because mm-hmm. it was well-maintained. Just taking care of it keeps it going. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I agree with your uh, your philosophy of getting your car washed, keeping it clean, windows especially. And... When I coach people, I say, look at polish is for the paint and wax is for the clear coat. Mm-hmm. So I say every couple of months, throw a little wax and polish on there. And I said, that paint will last you 20 years if you take care of it. Absolutely. And so, and so you know, when people will show me, hey, I got this oxidation. What are these little wrinkles on my roof? And I said, that's called oxidation. They go, what happened? I said, well, what happened is you, you didn't put any wax on that car and it went, Oh, <laughs> so it's, it's, it's real simple. Put a little wax and polish on every six, three to six months and you, the thing will last you 20 years. It will. That paint stays good and, and the wax helps uh, reduce, obviously, the damage from the sun and everything else. So it, it protects yeah. it. Yeah. In the old days, they used to, they used to call one stage paint and it literally you could put a belt sander on it and that paint was probably three eighths thick. Yeah. Quarter inch. Yeah. And what what some somebody at DuPont figured out is, hey, if we we make this thing called clear coat, we can we sell less paint, but we also sell the clear coat and the manufacturers were saving millions on paint because they could put just a little bit of paint on there and a little bit of clear coat to make it look nice. Mm-hmm. And they say they saved millions. Yes, yeah. Well yeah, because so, uh, over all those cars you save a ton of paint, right? Well, yeah, it's, you know, you, you, you know, you remember in the old days you had a, a wheel well and you had a full spare in there. Mm-hmm. And now, if someone was telling me to open up, you open up that that lid and there was a can of uh, uh, air uh, air pumps, a little air pump and a can of fix a flat. Yeah, fix a flat. <laughs> that's what I was looking for. Well, not only so think of this though. Not only do they save the money of putting the spare tire in the car and all that, but that you reduce the weight of the vehicle. Which makes yes. it have better gas mileage. And let's be honest. So, which it does over time. I mean, little all these little things, you know, as far as that go, oh. are what they look for. So, you talk about in a dirty car, a dirty car with it gets worse gas mileage, and people are like, "Yeah, right." No, seriously, like if you got a bunch of crap because the surface is not smooth, airflow has a lot right. to do with things, you know. Right. And and when I say it, it's not like 
terribly worse gas mileage, but it does. So keeping your car clean, you get better gas mileage out of it. There's another advantage. Besides that, I just like clean things. Yeah. And also, you know, all these manufacturers have uh, uh, aerodynamic machines. Uh-huh. They can actually computer analyze the, the, the wind resistance on their designs. And they also, uh, they instead of having heavy metal doors and metal components, everything's got a, a thin skin on it. <laughs> Yeah, it does. Yeah, there's yeah. yeah. And well, because so, once again, we're dealing with weight. So weight, air yep. being aerodynamic, along with you know the surface, how smooth yep. the surface is. All right. these things work oh, for yeah. gas mileage. Can I ask Bodhi a follow up question sure, about go. his detailing? Uh, what kind of wax do you usually use? Do you use like a liquid wax? Do you use uh, spray wax? Paste wax. Paste wax. Well, I use uh, Meguiar's paste that, wax. That's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really good. It's it's a little pricey, and it can looks like an old shoe polish can, but bigger. And you, you all you do is put a little bit on there, and what it does, it it uh, like if you use a spray wax, it, it leaves a very very thin surface. And the paste wax is literally you'd have to have a microscope two three times thicker. Yep, yep, good it's, stuff. It's though. A li- yeah, it's a little extra work. And the benefits will, will far outlast the, the labor involved. There you go. Straight from a yeah. professional detailer. Thank you, Bodie. <laughs> Thank you. It's good stuff. You're welcome. Keep up the good work, gentlemen. Thanks, Bodie. Good talking to you. Have a great weekend. Be safe out there. Ciao. Take care. Bye. So good points when it comes to keeping your car clean and the surface going well. So Brendan will be out waxing his car later today. You know it. You know it. <laughs> Anyway, well, well, it rained. Should I should I wait a little bit? Don't you think? Well, as long as the car's dry, you can do it. Okay. Okay. You don't it's not don't, gonna, don't it, put wax on in the rain. That won't work out. I just want to point out our very uh, trustworthy uh, meteorologist, the garden guys, last hour said no more rain for the rest of the day. So I'm going to oh. trust those meteorologists more than the TV. Well, it watch. apparently rained last night. I, I he said a total after I went to bed because right? I got up this morning and the street was wet when I was leaving this morning. When so. I was uh, leaving from a party last night, it was misting. So I was like, oh, okay, that's you the were most a, we're going to get. You went so. partying last night. The Padres were playing. Of oh, course, that's right. I would I have a party. That's right. yeah. I forgot. Yeah. I totally. I should have a party more often if they're going to win like that. <laughs> Oh, it's funny that you missed, mentioned Joe Musgrove's parents. They own a Cafe Adesso. Yeah, out not in Alpine. far from where the star pitcher grew up. Mm-hmm. So where did he grow up? He La grew Mesa? up in El, yeah, El Cajon. Oh, El Cajon. He, he went to Grossmont High School, so oh, gotcha. he lived in that area. So, gotcha. Cool. Yeah. Well, there you And go. like you said, there was a bunch of athletes at Grossmont High School for sure. I've gone out there and done some really big things. Uh, baseball players specifically, and th- but then then uh, uh, La Mesa High School, Helix High. Uh-huh. There's been a bunch of football players, professional football players, come oh, from yeah. there, which is unique, I- interesting. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just their programs are great for each different thing, but it is what it is. So. I know my high school. Uh, we were very big in football for sure. Were you? Yeah, we were on ESPN. What actually. school did you go to? Uh, Lake Stevens High School. The, oh, wow. uh, the guy, the quarterback that we had. He's now currently the third string quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks. Really? So, yeah, third string, mind you. So he's still on that bench, you know. Hey. You know. But hey, at least he's, he's the on NFL. the bench. That's right. That's That's not on a practice squad. He's actually out there doing. He's stuff. out there doing stuff, and he doesn't get his uniform dirty if he's third string. <laughs> so true. He, I he just hang it that. back up at the end of the game. So all good. All right, folks. One eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. That's eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. You're listening to Auto Talk Radio on The Answer San Diego. We'll be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. All right, folks. Welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brian Bowersock, and we're talking all things automotive today. 
I do want to remind folks, Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by the West Automotive Group, which consists of West Escondido Automotive and Transmission up at 2200 Auto Parkway in Escondido. AAA approved and staff certified for smog. Taking care of folks up in North County for going on 30 years. Along with West El Cajon Automotive and Transmission, 844 North Johnson Avenue and El Cajon AAA approved and uh, out there in East County taking care of folks for coming up on 10 years. Good stuff, man. And West Kearney Mesa Automotive Transit, 8027 Balboa Avenue, taking care of folks over there for uh, over five years. Uh, AAA approved and smog certified. And West Miramar Automotive and Transmission, over uh, coming up on four years now. AAA approved and uh, star certified for smog, taking care of folks over there uh, for, like I said, coming up on four years. All good stuff. All of us at the West Automotive Group, me, myself, and employees come together to bring you Auto Talk Radio for one simple reason. As we all believe in the same philosophy, you never put money ahead of people. Very important. Stop in, have your vehicle service repair, and find out what quality automotive service repair is all about. Uh, the West Automotive Group is proud to offer six months no interest for your vehicle service and repair needs on approved credit. You should get one of those cards. You can use it over and over again. Good stuff. You can also take advantage of our CertiCare transmission diagnosis, along with our free shuttle rides to or from work or home. And... Uh, Rental vehicles are available at all four locations. You can follow us on uh, Facebook or Twitter or Instagram by going to westautomotivegroup.com. We shoot little tips out all the time. You can also check out the Automan segments where I'm the Automan for the CW and Fox 5 News. We have a YouTube channel right off of there. That's westautomotivegroup.com or Auto Talk Radio also from there. You can also go to uh, get all our podcasts from uh, any available from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Deezer, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio.com, and tune in any place else they put a podcast. All good stuff. So give us a call here, 1-888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Talk to you about anything automotive-related you'd like to. Let's grab a Gary in San Diego real quick. Good morning, Gary. Hey, Brian. How you doing? I'm doing great this morning. How about you? Uh, Engine questions today as I start to look around to upgrade my old 12-year-old jalopy. Okay. <laughs> and i am got about, you know, six or so hatchbacks on my list. A couple of them, though, I'm a little concerned about. Uh, you know, these are, you know, I, I wouldn't say midsize, but they're, uh, you know, the smaller type hatchbacks. Okay. That probably should have a two-liter engine or better in them. And they have, you know, 1.4 and 1.6 turbocharged engines. And I'm a little bit leery about that um, as far as, you know, the extra RPMs and just in general. What can you tell me about the things I should watch for if I decide to even go that direction with the turbo? Well, we're using turbos a lot these days um, on a lot of vehicles to get... uh um, the horsepower and all that out of them, out of a smaller engine. Um, I have mm-hmm. to be honest with you. I own a, I bought one of the new Ford Rangers. It's 2.3 liter turbocharged. Uh, that mm-hmm. truck has the output power almost of the F250 5.4 liter that I had before V8. So, wow. I, I mean, they're amazing to drive and the technology has come so far. Uh, the main thing is take good care of them. You know, we, we only use all synthetic oils on all the things that we do now. So um, mm-hmm. servicing them, you know, is important just like it was with any other vehicle previously. So, um, but you, I, I, there's really no downside to it, to be honest with you. Um, oh, I, I love the turbocharged whole, whole um, philosophy and how it works. And I mean, they're, they're, the technology is amazing these days. There's no question about it. So I, I, I don't really see a downside to it. I really don't. And the, and the key to that is with a smaller engine and the turbocharger, the gas mileage is way better. And, you know, I mean, there's, there's, there's really no downside. Okay, good to know. Can I squeeze one more in? Sure, go for it. Um, one, uh, maybe two of the other vehicles are European. Okay. And normally those uh, require the premium gas. And when I talk to some of the owners, I ask them if, uh, you know, if they've been using premium gas and they say, oh, no, I use regular runs fine. And I'm, I don't know about that either. Is, is that well, harmful overall? Overall, it can be. And and it affects the performance of the vehicle, obviously. That's But, but the second part to that is also those vehicles run a higher uh, uh, combustion pressure. So, um 
the problem with that is you can get pre-detonation by running a lower octane fuel, which can cause internal damage to the motor over time. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, over time, yes, it can cause damage to the motor, and that's that's not a that's not a great way to go. You know, you get a lot. They they do pre, and even if you're not hearing it, and they say it runs just fine, you do get pre-detonation because uh, the com- um, compression ratio of that vehicle was designed to run a higher octane fuel, and when you run a lower mm-hmm. octane fuel, you like I say, get pre-detonation. So even if it's not major pre-detonation, it's happening. So that 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 there is a downfall if somebody's been running a, a, a lower octane fuel when when the vehicle calls for a higher higher octane fuel. Exactly my suspicions. Okay, well, thank you for confirming that. No problem. And no problem. Good day to you. Thank you too. Thanks for listening, Gary. You have a wonderful weekend. Be safe out there. You too. Bye. Take care. Bye. That's a great question on the octane, the fuel octane rating, because if somebody's been running, yeah, you may not hear it, but the pre-detonation over time will cause damage to the, to in the in the combustion chambers to the pistons, et cetera, as far as that goes. So, hey, real quick here, also, uh, Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by Interstate Battery, a battery for every need. They do. Uh, we do not stock anything else but interstate batteries at the West Automotive Group for one simple reason: they are the highest quality battery out there, and number one technician recommended battery worldwide no question about that so uh if you need a battery hop on westautomotivegroup.com make an appointment get in we'll install an interstate for you if you need a battery for any other need and they have a battery for every single need 9345 cabin drive in miramar or la mesa at 70th and university avenue uh interstate battery battery for every need they are the highest quality out there no question about it let's uh let's grab let's grab mike real quick what's happening mike Hey, how you doing, Brian? Oh, you know, trucking along, man, on this wonderful Saturday morning. How about yourself? There you go. I'm about ready to go in the middle of a cornfield with a sawed-off right now. <laughs> What's got, in the middle of the cornfield? <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm thinking about going in the middle of a cornfield with a sawed-off and uh, <laughs> ending it. And I tell you, this. I got a four-liter. We replaced uh 08 Mercury Mountaineer, blue okay. timing chain, overheated, blah, blah, blah. Got a nice, you know, really nice, reputable engine, uh, 1700 bucks, whatnot. Got it. Uh, it's been hard for me to get back to it. I've been doing everything else, blah, blah, blah. And finally got it in, cranked it over. Compression is down. Uh, the left rear cylinder is like 30. Middle oh. one's like 90. And the top one is like 120. Huh. Now, it's vice versa on the right side. It's... 30 on the right front, then it's 90, then it's 120. So I I don't, is there any correlation between the two cylinders opposing each other diagonally? You know what I mean? Having 30 PSI? No. I don't know what, no. that, it just doesn't seem right. I, I so, would, well, and I was meticulous about going back with everything, so I don't know what. You got a complete remand engine for this thing? That was a remand engine? Uh, it, it wasn't a remand, but it was a used junkyard. Oh, okay, but I mean, gotcha. they put a warranty on it and i mean it's they paid you know 1800 bucks for this thing is this a cassette it was shipped. is this a cassette yeah. 40 liter it's got the chain on the back also yep. okay yeah and uh, it looked i mean clean as a pen i mean you know took the valve covers off course and everything but i just don't understand why that would be because i mean i vacuumed out the cylinders you know when i had the intake off of course and made sure nothing fell down in wrapped everything in plastic all that Mm-hmm. nothing and now i still have this issue i don't know what else well, uh, you, this what the old engine didn't have this issue right no <laughs> okay no 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 so, no so. yeah it overheated and kind oh, gotcha. of came blue and everything yeah but, I, mean, um, why, I mean that's just an odd one well how well see some of the problems that you have with sometimes depending on how long this motor's been sitting you know, as far as yeah, that goes we could have a ring problem going on with it from the re- rings just seized up well, so well, I did a wet test, and it didn't make a difference. It did so make a difference? It's a valve. It did not. Oh, okay. It stayed the same. Oh, gotcha. 30, 30 PSI on both of the dead cylinders. So Yeah, we got a valve problem. It's a valve. I wonder yeah, if we got a valve, got, valves that are hanging a little bit from sitting, that's too. That's what I'm wondering. That, so. That's what I'm wondering, if that is an issue with them sitting. I don't know how long it's been sitting, but... Could. And is there anything to do at this point? Because that was a bear taken out, I mean, by myself, so, you know... Yeah, the only other option you get on on this now would be to pull the heads off or just replace the motor with another one, which you're probably going to want to do because they're going to supply you with another motor, I presume. So, 
Yeah, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, so, and there's yeah. really no All way to right. to predict this, obviously, unless it yeah. you know, unless they ran it on a dyno or something like that. But uh, yeah, the the right. best way yeah. to uh, buy a motor, though, there's no it, mystery Marvel oil or nothing that you can you know what I mean go through the uh, import or the ports and put some mystery Marvel oil what? or anything that would could free them up. Yeah, the only way to do would be to do that is if you could actually get it running. But does it even start and run at all? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, it does. It runs rougher than a cob. Yeah, yeah. Well yeah, it runs rougher than a cob, but I mean You you could you know, the B G uh engine cleaner, you could try that. Okay. I mean if you got a valve hanging in that, you know, and and just see if you can get the thing to free up the valves. I mean if you could, if you got you know, right. if they're sticking. That's what it sounds like to me though, is you got valves sticking in the guides. So therefore it's dropping compression yeah. in those cylinders. So especially if a wet yeah. test uh didn't bring the compression up at all, yeah. then you're definitely you're correct. You have a valve problem, so uh, exactly. You know, I I might try is that. that. Just pour. Yeah, is that just something you pour in the valve? Yeah, pour like, it in there and uh, run the motor, man. Good. Yeah, and just see. You know, yeah. I mean, maybe it'll clean it up yeah. and loosen them up. If it did, it'd save you a lot of trouble. <laughs> it'd well, save you a lot of trouble. It, uh, we'll see. Yeah. Well, what if it? I mean, is it that interference engine? I mean, if those valves are hung up. Oh, they're yeah, not hung that much. Now. I guarantee you, they're just sticking okay. a little. You know, they're not stuck wide open. So you know, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, yeah. And you wouldn't have if you oh. you ding a valve and one's bent from that, you wouldn't have any compression mm-hmm. at all. I mean, th- okay. so yeah, yeah, so those things true. are just barely sticking is where they're at. So yeah. uh, open it, which is causing yeah. it to drop compression. Then, yeah, I might get a borescope maybe too and get a, take a peek and see, but. Yeah. yeah, I'll try that BG stuff and see. It's worth a shot. Well, it's a lot. It, man. I don't want to take too much time, man. But, no uh, no problem. It's been, uh, it's been real. Yeah. Always good to talk keep to you, brother. On keeping on. Yes, sir. Yeah, you man. too. Hey, take care of yourself. Yeah, you too. Let me know what happens with that, all right? I'll do it, man. All right, Mike. Take it easy. All right. Bye. Take care. Good talking. Mm-hmm. Bye. So, good good question. That's uh, sometimes with used stuff, that's a problem. The best way to buy a used engine is if they start it up and then pull it right out of the car for you once you make sure it runs well. But, uh, uh, one of those things, man. One of those things that you uh, saw. But uh, used isn't always bad. We we use it for some things here and there. That cassette motor is a big problem, though, on those vehicles. The cassette chains go out on the rear of them. It's hard to get in and out. So uh, just uh, um, hard stuff to 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 uh, deal with when uh, you have it go south on you. As far as that goes. So, all right, folks, one 888 That's 888 Anything automotive-related, man, that hour's just a ticking away here. Good stuff. We were talking uh, today about tune-ups and vehicles. Um, one thing that, you know, you know what I we found a lot is when people call and ask for a tune-up on a vehicle, um, it's uh, um, probably because they're having an issue. So usually a drivability issue. So we often say a lot of times tune-ups won't fix things unless a vehicle has created a problem, such as uh, one of the things where we see these days, because spark plugs last so long, that people often run way past the mileage that they should be replaced. And in doing so, create issues such as misfires, stuff like that. But often when folks call about a tune-up, we ask them like, uh, what reason are we tuning the vehicle up? Is there, you know, are you having a drivability concern? What's going on as far as that goes? Uh, just uh, very important stuff to know when we're working on a vehicle as far as that goes. So we often ask those kind of things. Um, but yeah, spark plugs do tend to wear out on these vehicles, and a lot of times folks don't get them replaced when they should be. So most vehicles, uh, a tune-up consists of replacing the spark plugs and the little boots that go on the coils. And a fuel filter if if uh, um, the car's due for one or has one that's replaceable. Um, a lot of vehicles these days, um, several different models, don't actually have replaceable fuel filters. They use the screen, the filter on the fuel pump in the tank. And the only time it gets replaced is when you have a fuel pump that fails and you have to pull it out. So it's not something that we replace regularly um, on a vehicle. Um so if you're having drivability concerns, it's usually best to get the vehicle diagnosed because it can be anywhere from um, an electronic issue as far as that goes, a bad coil, a bad um, an injector, problems like that causing uh, drivability concerns versus uh, just the, the tune components. Um, 
but the good news is these vehicles are going way longer than you don't have to do so much tune-up stuff. The ignition systems um, are amazing. The quality of of uh, um, how a vehicle runs these days is um, we've come so far from the days of uh, distributor caps and rotors and points and condensers and items like that. So uh, engines are just amazing, the technology that we're using with everything. And and it's, it's just amazing. I mean, 40 years ago, if you told somebody that a spark plug would last you 100,000 miles, they'd, they'd have laughed at you. So um, we definitely, uh, a lot of changes, just like with anything, you know. Um, also, uh, 40 years ago, if you told told anybody that people be driving, a, you know, uh, 10% of people be driving around in electric vehicles, they'd probably laughed at you then too. Because they were they were trying it, but we just didn't have the technology, you know, the uh, the the uh, GM and their their uh, EV car that they came out with years ago. But still, that that was still in the '90s. So, um, just interesting stuff. And uh, um, as far as that goes, um, you know, we've come a long way. Cars are, are amazing, and uh, the technology is amazing that we've come up with. So, uh, intervals. Uh, so with the tune-up, really is just replace your spark plugs at the proper intervals. Um, sometimes a fuel induction service to remove carbon uh, buildup on the valves and that. And when we talk about uh, carbon buildup today, because we have a lot more direct injected vehicles, which is uh, versus port injected, which was the fuel was uh, sprayed into the intake manifold before the intake valve and, and sucked into the combustion chamber then. Uh, with port injected, uh, injection. Now we have direct injection with just like a diesel. It's directly injected into the combustion chamber. We're getting a lot more carbon buildup on valves, um, which is a bigger causes drivability concerns, another drivability concern issue, um, and causes misfires when you get a lot of carbon buildup. So as far as that goes, uh, so um, you need to be more concerned about making sure that doesn't happen on vehicles. You know, then uh, uh, we see. Uh, carbon buildup on vehicles a lot more than we see spark plug failures and all those kind of issues uh, with the direct injected vehicles. So um, a fuel induction service is something that will help keep your vehicle and, and you could add it in as part of a tune-up, um, I presume, if you wanted to call it that. So spark plugs and, and, and boots and fuel induction service, but you need to run a fuel induction service a lot more often than you do need to replace your spark plugs. That's for sure. So just some things to keep in mind and keep your vehicle running uh, uh, proper. Um, you know, we always say follow the manufacturer's recommendations when it comes to spark plug replacement. Um, as we talked about earlier in the show also, you know, Chrysler, some of their vehicles now, you have to replace the plugs at 30,000 miles. Um, if you don't, we see those cars come in with misfires and items like that when they get up around 50,000 miles. So just make sure you know uh, uh, what your manufacturer recommends for your vehicle and, and, and uh, stay on top of it. But... Uh, so the tune-up has really gone to uh, just spark plugs and boot replacement. So some good stuff as far as that goes. Um, in different items here. Let's see. Uh, well, like I said, a lot of folks ask for a tune-up when their vehicle's not running properly, and there can be so many different uh, items going on with them now. Um, today we have all kinds of uh, um, vehicles that, that uh, have... Uh, we advance the cams timing the vehicle does itself we have issues with that that um the phasers we call them cam phasers items like that uh also the solenoids that control the oil flow they do all that with oil flow and oil pressure um and solenoids um which give you a lot more power like we were talking um, to the gentleman the turbocharge the, the 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 cam advancement the valve advancement all that uh vvt um, on vehicles really allows smaller engines to have quite the higher output as far as that goes and produce quite a bit more power. Um, so therefore you don't need a humongous engine. So, you know, back in the day, uh, Ford's gone a long way with the 2.3 liter. 2.3 liter was in the Pinto, uh, back in the day. And, uh, uh, um, the Ford courier had, had that motor was an option. Um, all kinds of different uh, uh, vehicles, and they've obviously redesigned it. It's not the same 2.3 liter, but what that motor output is amazing now. And the same with all other manufacturers, uh, a lot of their four cylinders turbocharged. And 
like I said, with uh, being able to advance valve timing and everything else, you get a heck of a lot of power out of these motors. Um, and uh, they really, really uh, have come a long way, along with uh, having amazing gas mileage. So that's uh, that's the benefit of, of what we have going, you know, and you can power a, a, a vehicle with a smaller engine and really um, get a lot out of it. So it's all good stuff. So I guess the rundown today is uh, make sure to follow manufacturer's recommendations when it comes to spark plug replacement. That's about it you get for your tune-up, that in the, in the boots. Uh, performant induction service, uh, if you drive fifteen to 20,000 miles a year, it's a great thing to do once a year. It will keep that carbon reduced inside the cylinders and uh, on the valves, keep that engine running nicely, and replace the fuel filter uh, uh, when recommended, usually every 30,000 miles if, you can, uh, if it's replaceable. And that's about it for your tune-up. Obviously, replace the air filter. should be inspected uh, when doing oil changes and replace it when needed. Um, but uh, the replacement items uh, are way reduced these days on what we need to do. And if you uh, keep those couple items in good working order, you'll keep your car in great working order. So good stuff always. Uh, I appreciate everybody calling in today and uh, also uh, joining us here on Auto Talk Radio. Um, we enjoy doing this and uh, and uh, uh, supplying you with all the automotive uh, information uh, that we have and uh it's just good stuff to talk about. So we do appreciate everybody out there in San Diego and everywhere listening. Oh, our streaming was up today, right, Brendan? So there you go. I didn't get a call complaining. Nobody so complained we're yet. Good. So. But uh, yeah, San Diego and everybody else out there, make sure and keep the rubber side down and the shiny side up. Brendan says it's not going to rain the rest of the day today. I don't know what the weekend has. I, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. I said Garden Talk said that, not me. Hold on. Don't come to me. I'm not the meteorologist. Just remember, if... Uh, if it does rain, blame Brendan. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, uh, everybody, uh, yeah, and tune in for the Padres tonight, man. Let's hope they let's hope they get their third game and they move on. It'll be amazing for sure. But I appreciate everybody joining. This has been Auto Talk Radio on the Answer San Diego, eleven seventy a.m. and ninety six point one FM in North County. We'll catch you next Saturday. For answers to all your automotive questions. Tune in every week at this same time for Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. To learn more about Brian, become a guest or sponsor of the show. Or if you have additional questions, visit the westautomotivegroup.com. That's the westautomotivegroup.com. And click on Auto Talk Radio. Join us again next week for more Auto Talk. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.